Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, your sports daily NFL podcast. I'm Will Brinson. I'm your host. It is Monday, October 11th, and uh, less than 24 hours after we mentioned that there hadn't been an emergency podcast, we have an emergency podcast. Joining me to break down the John Gruden firing, resigning in the wake of a decade, decade-old emails, Gate, John Breach. Breach, John Gruden is out as Raiders coach. What a a freaking plot twist this has been over the last 24 hours. Brinson, if you would asked me five days ago who we were going to have an emergency podcast about because they just got fired, I would have put everything I own on Urban Meyer. Correct. And here we are talking about John Gruden. But, I mean, this was the only outcome. The writing was on the wall. I think as soon as we saw this New York Times story come out, you know, we said in Slack, uh, let's light up the, the bat signal because there's going to be an emergency podcast next 24 hours. There's no way Gruden is surviving this. Um, and we can talk about what came out well, let's, on yeah, let's, Monday. Let's, right, so let's dive into the timeline for people that know. And by the way, you can watch us on youtube.com slash pick six. We go live for these emergency podcasts. If a coach is fired, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson traded, whatever the case may be, we'll be we'll be fired up on there. And so you can hit the subscribe button. You'll get an alert when we go live and you can jump in with us. Ryan Wilson will be joining us as well, of course, because, uh, you know, Wilson hops on. He's got to finish up some HQ video duties first. Um, so we know about, of course, the Demoris Smith email where he made a a, 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 a racist comment. Um, or, you know, the comment that was taken as racist, uh, Gruden came, comes out, apologizes, says that he doesn't have a racist bone in his body, um, attempts to do some damage control before the week five games. And then on at 8 PM. Well, and real quick, the blowback from that was, you know, people said as 10 years ago, he shouldn't have said it, but it seemed like he was going to survive. Maybe he gets fined, you know, maybe he, there's some sort of punishment, but I think he was going to survive that. I did multiple radio hits on Monday during the day where I said, I don't think he'll be fired because, you know, he wasn't working for the NFL and because, you know, Mark Davis has a, a deep infatuation with John Gruden, see hiring him back for a second time. But then at 8 p.m. Eastern, that's the timestamp on this article in the New York Times from Ken Belson and Catherine, Catherine Roseman, um, they uncovered a bunch more emails in which um, Gruden did quote, and I'm going to read from the New York Times article here, denounced the emergence of women as referees, the drafting of a gay player, and the tolerance of players protesting during the playing of the national anthem, according to emails reviewed by the Times. Gruden's messages were sent to Bruce Allen, the former president of the Washington football team. Bruce Allen, since fired, of course, by WFT, um, Allen was using his work, his Washington football team email address to go back and forth with John Gruden and uh, several other of their friends. And what happened was with the NFL doing an investigation into the Washington football team and sexual misconduct at the workplace, 
they reviewed 60,000 emails that went out across over the past 10 years. I think the number is actually 650,000. Oh, really? Yeah, so 10 times more than... So it's an astonishing number. A ton of emails they reviewed, and because Bruce Allen was using his work email for personal communication, they came across all these emails uh, with Gruden involved. Um, Gruden... Oh boy, let me make sure. The New York Times has listed the words that they say. Uh, Gruden, in the emails, Gruden called the Leeds Commissioner Roger Goodell a um, a homophobic slur that starts with an F. He also called him a, quote, clueless anti-football P-U-S-S-Y. And he also said that the Goodell should not have pressured Jeff Fisher, then the coach of the Rams, to draft uh, a plural homophobic slur that starts with a Q, a reference to Michael Sam, who was, a gay, of course, the gay player chosen by the Rams in the 2014 NFL draft. Um, in numerous emails during a seven-year period ending in early 2018, which I think is important, Breach, because that is a lot more, you know, you can't shrug this off as I said this 10 years ago. Gruden criticized Goodell in the league for trying to reduce concussions and said that Eric Reed, a player who had demonstrated during the playing of the national anthem, should be fired. In several instances, Gruden used a homophobic slur to refer to Goodell and offensive language to describe some NFL owners, coaches, and journalists who cover the league. I kind of want to know who they were. Also. I, it is uh, there, there was no coming back from this. I mean, you can't literally every progressive movement the NFL has stood for. Like, let's we've never had a, an openly gay player in the league. Let's try and make that happen. Gruden, I, I don't want to see that happen. Hey, let's hire females to be officials. Gruden, uh, I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, players protesting against the national anthem. Uh, I don't want that to happen. And you know what's funny is that two of those three are things that pretty much, you know, having getting a gay player in the NFL, which, by the way, Gruden was coaching the only opening, only openly gay player in the league, which makes this even crazier. And having female referees are things that, you know, most people don't bat an eye at. It's just, you know, why would you have an opinion against it? Like, I do understand the divisiveness of the national anthem issue. Some people are on one side, some people are on the other side. But, you know, it, just the fact that he put all of this out there and comfortably, you know, it tells you how Bruce Allen probably feels about this stuff that John Gruden felt comfortable enough emailing him. And, and so I'm sure Gruden is upset that, uh, I mean, he's not upset. He got let go because he got let go. But he's thinking, man, how am I the one that's taking the fall in this investigation that was supposed to take down Washington's football team, uh, you know, for and the whole sexual harassment thing. And, and Gruden ends up being the guy who loses his job. So uh, it, it is an absolutely crazy situation, but Gruden deserved to lose his job for it. Yeah, there, there was no chance that he was not going to get fired for it. Um, also, the Times notes, some of the emails between Gruden and Allen also, off, also included businessmen friends, Ed Drost, the co-founder of Hooters, Jim McVeigh, an executive who uh, that's not, is that related to Sean McVeigh? Uh, I don't Hold think up. so. Maybe not. Um, anyway, an executive. Not who everyone with the last name McVeigh is related. Ran the Outback Bowl and Nick Reeder, the founder of PDQ Restaurants, a Tampa-based fried chicken franchise. Um, it the Times notes that Gruden uses personal email, and I I can't get over this fact. Like I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to tweet this because I think, you know, you need to have the context to it. But because if John Gruden's getting fired for the things that he said, that's why he got fired, obviously. But he's also getting fired because Bruce Allen just wouldn't use Gmail. Yeah. Like, if, like if, if Bruce Allen signs up for a personal account and sends all these emails from a Gmail account, 
none of this gets out there 10 years later or five years later or three years later. Three years later. I mean, that's, you know what I mean? Right. Right. Yeah. Cause they're, they're not emails that anybody's looking into because you know, the, the investigation into the Washington football team wouldn't have had access to his personal private emails, right. but they obviously have access to any, uh, each person in a front office with an NFL team gets a dot NFL email. So Bruce Allen's might've been Bruce.Allen at Washington.NFL.com. If the NFL isn't, if the NFL is investigating, um, you know, if the NFL is investigating a team, it is going to have access to all of the emails that are sent from accounts on that team. Like the, the NFL has them on the NFL server. Like you're saying it's, they have, and I mean, again, like nothing that they said is cool at all, but, just get it, you know. I, I bet the, I, I can just picture. I was picturing them. Can't you picture Gruden or somebody being like, Bruce, should you be sending these from your team email account? He's like, Dad doesn't care what I do, bro. Like, you know, it's, you know, something like that. Anyway, Gruden has now been fired. He met with Mark Davis. Um, our Jason Lockerfor, CBS Sports NFL Insider, notes that they actually knew about all these emails on Friday when the league sent them to him and let him coach on Sunday. Not a great look for the Raiders to have done that. Well, the thing that's interesting about that is the Raiders announced, and I, I, apparently a lot of people missed this because there were a couple of reports today that there were more emails before the New York Times story came out. And the Raiders literally announced on Friday that they had been sent multiple emails, not just the... Yeah. the. Uh, well, did you see... Um, hold on, let me see. Uh, so John Gruden on Sunday, I saw this on Sunday. Um, Chris Mortensen had a report up yesterday on Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Did you see this? Yeah. Yeah. Like John Gruden talked to Chris Mortensen about these emails. Um, and did I see it? I wrote a story about it, Brinson. Give okay. the program. Well, and but in it, he said, um, I, I swear it, I swear it had a quote in here. Um, yeah, they, uh, he said that he said, like, he called, oh, I was in a bad frame of mind at the time in 2011, and I called Roger Goodell a bleep. In one of these emails, too, the Raiders coach told ESPN on Friday night, uh, the league official would not address the specific vitriol Gruden directed at Goodell. So Gruden didn't tell Mortensen either what the word was. And I was trying, I was like, on Sunday, I was trying to figure it out. Like, like, cause, because if, um, well, like, no, let me, let me, let me chime in here real quick because I, when I was writing this story on that, I was trying to figure it out because you want to do what you did earlier where you are trying to hint at what the word is so that people know. So yeah, they get a better well, idea to, of the totality of the situation. And with this one, there's, no, you know, I feel like ESPN had to know it because they took it out in, in a journalistic way that implies they knew what the word was, but they just weren't going to publish it because yeah. it was offensive. And so if it was the word we report, we referred to earlier, which is a homophobic slur, you know, you think they would have mentioned that in the story that, you know, uh, John Gruden used a homophobic slur to describe Roger Goodell in a 2011 email. So I, I did think it was weird they didn't hint at because this would have been even bigger if we had known that Gruden used that word when this story came out on Sunday. So I, I texted some friends and I said, I was like, what do you guys think this word is? Because the two that sprung to mind were a uh, disparaging um uh, uh, a, a word that starts with a C and it's four letters um, or the homophobic slur that starts with an F. Those are the first two that came to mind. Because I, I thought like, of the F word, but not the homophobic one. The other one that oh. people use because you wouldn't print that either. 
No, no, no. But you would like, I feel like you would go like F bleep, 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 or I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I thought it was odd and it, but it sort of flew under the radar until today with the New York times story um, posted. So John Gruden is out. I mean, do you think that this is the end of well, first of all, it's the end of John Gruden's coaching career um, and his broadcast career. Obviously, he's not going to go back to ESPN. Um, do you think that this is the end of uh, people who would be affected by this within the Raiders or, or would there be more fallout? Well, I'm glad you asked that because, look, here is the, the, the weirdest part of this situation. And, and so my initial two thoughts, and I told you this on Friday when the first email came out, that it blew my mind that an insult of DeMarie Smith came out on the same day he was had a big vote coming up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And so, it, it you know, of all the days that Gruden's email could have leaked, and, and again, Gruden deserves everything he's getting. He, he should have lost his job. No question about that. But it's the timing of everything that happened. For the first email to come out on Friday uh, when the vote was coming up for the NFLPA executive director where he could have lost his job, and then for – more emails to be leaked on Sunday. Again, there are 650,000 emails uh, to that the Wilkinson investigation did into the Washington football team. Who knows what are in these emails because Roger Goodell decided he didn't want a fully written report. So you have 650,000 emails and the only ones that leak are the ones that, you know, uh, that, that totally turn the investigation to have everybody looking at Gruden and, and not looking at Washington at all. And, you know, it's almost like they're getting out Scott clean uh, and, and they're like, you know what? Gruden's going to be our fall guy. Let's just leak those emails. That's what everybody will be talking about. And no one be worried about the fact that we had sexual harassment in our uh, front office for years. Yeah. So we were sort of bouncing around back and forth about who we thought and Ryan Wilson joining us. I don't know if he can hear us yet or not, but um, hello, Ryan. Can't hear us. Okay, so uh, anyway, the we were, I mean, we were like half joking, half serious that maybe it was Demora Smith who leaked the emails to try and curry public favor and, and get himself revoted. Uh, I joked, kind of like I think I half joked that it might be Urban Meyer who got a hold of the emails and was trying to leak them out in order to uh, throw everyone off the scent for him. For me, this feels very clearly breach, like Roger Goodell read these emails. And it was like, nah, bro. Like, you, nah, I don't think so. These yeah, are going I, think, I think if we've learned one thing about Goodell, and it's not, you know, just based on what people have said about him, based on how Deflategate went, is that he has kind of thin skin. And, you know, I'm sure he read what John Gruden wrote. We mentioned some of the words or alluded to them. And I am sure he wasn't happy. And his thought was probably... The, the, the higher because these came from the NFL. These are the only people that have access to these emails. There was a reason only five emails out of 650,000 have leaked. And it's because somebody has them under lock and key and said, all right, we're getting Gruden fired because he's not allowed to say this about the top dog, you know, at the NFL. And that's it. And we'll just uh, we'll keep doing it until he's gone. And now he's gone. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to have to walk into Roger Goodell's office and be like, hey, um, John Gruden called you this in a bunch of emails. Ryan Wilson, what's up, buddy? Crazy town. Crazy town. This is the uh, we're, we've never done an emergency podcast for a firing in the middle of a Monday night football game, I don't believe. Resignation. Resignation, right. I want to ask you, um, and I know you don't have it, but I'm going to ask you anyway because this is what I do. What if you had to guess? I tried to look and I couldn't remember what the preseason odds were. I mean, it must have been 500,000 to one. 
he was there. He was in the mix with Belichick and like. For even the first coach, not even even if you got him as first coach fired, he didn't get fired. So you don't cash that ticket. Is well, that right? I think, yeah, they would cash that ticket. I think. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I mean, I would guess that the resignation thing, uh, because remember, John Gruden signed a 10 year, $100 million contract with the Raiders uh, when he came back. I in uh, John Gruden was on the list. I'm looking at Odd uh, Shark preseason, September 9th, so the day before the season started. Uh, Gruden was plus 1,000. So not even like that's fantastic. A, that's, no, that's, not, that's not that's not great. Yeah, who, is that like middle of the road? That uh, Matt Nagy was first. Zimmer was second. Zach Taylor was third. Vic Fangio was fourth, and Gruden was fifth. Wow. See now, I I mean, hmm. oddly enough, they ended up being correct, but those were bad odds for Gruden at the time because he there's no way he was getting fired for performance on the field. Like those are odds for Mike Mayock getting fired. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Mike Mayock. Uh, I mean, you know, it was you don't want to talk about winners and losers per se in this in this because it's you know, it's just a it's all a heinous you know, affair with the things that Gruden said. But Mike Mayock, if the Raiders had you know collapsed this year, Mike Mayock probably was going to be the scapegoat for John Gruden and the, the lack of talent on the roster. Now I would bet that Mike Mayock will have Mark Davis's ear and be allowed to hire the coach that he wants to hire next, which is a, a fascinating turn of events. If you are, uh, if you are the current GM of the Raiders. Yeah. Prisco seems to think that Mayak still may be gone after the year. Awesome. Um, Prisco also mentioned that Gus Bradley should get the interim well, we'll, job. We'll get, we'll get all that stuff. I don't know what you've talked about. That's why I'm, I'm just talking. We, all we've done is condemned the horrible language that John. Did you talk about JLC's report? Yes. The, uh, yeah. Any thoughts on that? I mean, that makes Mark Davis look worse than that bowl cut haircut yes. he has. I don't know uh, how you explain that okay. other than, than to hope, I would imagine. Oh, I see. Uh, I'll yeah. right, just so I'll tell you what. We're well, let me ask you this real quick. If if he – so those come out Friday night. So you're Mark Davis. Do you fire your coach the day before the game, or do you suck it up and say I'm a billionaire? I can kind of – you're like, I'm not – my team's already going to be thrown into disarray. I'm not going to throw them into total – I mean, they played like Gruden got fired on Friday anyway, if you watched them on well, Sunday. Well, then the question becomes, are you going to do the right thing? Or are you going to do the what's in the best interest of you and your team? And he did what's in the best interest of him and his team. And at the end of the day, there won't be any repercussions for him. So I, I on some level, I understand it. But if you, you know, if you, you know, and here's the other thing. And we were talking about this last summer when everything changed, quote unquote, uh, in, in the wake of the, of um, George Floyd. George Floyd stuff that happened and everything's supposed to change. And, you know, Mark Davis was sort of not out in front, but he was certainly on, on, was having the conversations like everyone else was. And this was an opportunity to sort of do the right thing. And, you know, I, I just said on HQ, it wasn't just sort of the racist comments. You could literally check every box of people who aren't in the majority and <laughs> Gruden hit it in those emails. So I, I think that was an opportunity for, um, Mark Davis to to do the right thing, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. He won't get in trouble for it, and he coached. He let John Gruden. That's going to be John Gruden's last game in the NFL, getting whooped up on by Matt Nagy. Yeah, and and Cleo Mack, the guy he traded and, away. Oh, that's a good point. And and it is it is worth noting too that on Friday, Gruden issued a public apology and said, "I mean, you know, it like I was we were talking breach before you came on. I was saying a breach. I mean, I did a couple of radio hits on Monday and." I did not tell anyone that I thought John Gruden would get fired because I did not think that because we didn't know about the content of these new. E I don't think he gets fired off just the Demar Smith email. That's but here's I the here's the thing: John Gruden knew when he gave that post game press conference that I am not a racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. He didn't say anything about being misogynist and and all the other yeah, the homophobic. Right. So it, technically, he he just answered the question. But he knew good and well that those emails were out there, and he I would imagine he 
knew that they were going to come out. And I would imagine why this thing happened so quickly in terms of Mark Davis showing up and saying, all right, sign these papers and get out of here. Once it came to the New York Times, they, they said, OK, it's just like waiting for the other shooter drop and, and it yeah. hit him right in the head. Yeah. Oh, I think Gruden was probably trying to push this as far back as he possibly could, see if he can salvage it. And as I think I saw Mike Florio point out that basically the league was going to continue to leak out emails from. Well, yeah. And that's the thing. So if Mark Davis, if these if these emails don't leak now, Mark Davis, like, hey, let's announce like a two game suspension or, or yeah. five hundred thousand dollar fine. Then the day after that announcement, it would have been like, oh those New York times emails come out and you're fired anyway. And also remember the New York times, it sounds like got a hold of roughly around five to seven emails, right? That, that the, that the league office, do you think that's all that Gruden? I was going to say there, there has things. There has to be more incriminating emails that would somehow paint them in a worse light, which is sort of hard to imagine. Yeah. But, uh, you know, people, and we talked about this. I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but we talked about it to ourselves. Okay. It was 10 years ago, but, also, 10 years ago was 2011, and it wasn't okay to say those things in 2011 either. Correct. It wasn't like it was 1978, um, and you could you could get away with it on, on some level. But yeah. there's no there's no coming back from that. And the crazy thing is, John Green would have been better off getting a lap dance by someone who isn't his wife uh, than having these emails published from 7 to 10 years ago. Substantially better. That is correct. Uh, okay, let's take a break, and when we come back, will tell you who the next, who the interim head coach of the Raiders will be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus. So while we were discussing the Gruden stuff, oh, no, that's, that's a different tweet that Diva put in there from a less reputable source. But Raiders assistant coach Rich Basaccia is expected to replace John Gruden as the team's interim head coach, which is kind of a, a, bit, a bit surprising, I would say, right? That it's not going to be Gus Bradley? Uh, I guess. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know anything about him, but I, I suppose, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know the, the hierarchy in that organization. So it, that's the direction. I, I think what you want to do, whoever the coach is, is get someone who's laser focused on football, probably pretty squeaky clean. Besides, it was the assistant head coach. So that actually makes a lot of sense. Right. And Bradley I mean, just got hired this year. So he's only been, he hasn't even been, been with the team for 12 months. So I think maybe you're thinking, let's give this someone who's been here a little bit longer. Sure. For sure. Um, and Basachi was with Gruden in Tampa as well. So I'm not sure that, I mean, it makes sense from a uh, football perspective that he, you know, he has, he has an, a working understanding of how things operate within the, you know, the setup that the Raiders currently have from a culture perspective. One could argue that, 
you know, maybe you don't, you know, don't go with Gruden's guy, Gruden's right hand man as your next head coach. But what, what if they had promoted Deuce Gruden to be the interim head coach? Deuce, that would have been amazing. John Gruden, he's on, he's on staff. He's the strength and conditioning coach for Las Vegas. For sure. Uh, Tom Cable is also on that. Uh, is that the offensive line coach? He's, but he, he was. Uh, he's head coach. He was head coach of the Raiders, right? Because he put he punch. Um, he was head coach of the Raiders from 2008 to 2010. Who did he punch? Punch somebody. Anyway. Um, I think he might. Yeah. The, uh, Gruden has a statement. All the Tom Cable. At any rate. Hold on. What, what does he say, Breach? Gruden's statement is, I have resigned as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. I love the Raiders and do not want to be a distraction. Thank you to all the players, coaches, staff, and fans of Raider Nation. I'm sorry. I never mer- meant to hurt anyone. End quote. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Short and sweet. I, I mean... I don't. I it, Tim Brown came to his defense. We talked about the the his coworkers at ESPN that came to his defense on Sunday. Uh, Mike, well, Mike, yeah, NBC, Mike Tirico, um, Booger McFarland, who I don't, who played for Gruden in Tampa, spoke out. I didn't hear him at halftime, but I heard him from uh, on the on the pregame show, and he was pretty fired up about it. And I don't know, seemed to think that there needed to be more done uh, to you know to like to to punish Gruden for what all happened. Yeah, my point is that, I mean, Gruden is not a serial killer. You know, he, he's not a mass murderer. He just did some really stupid things. I don't know what the man believes in his heart, and I, I don't know if he comes back from this and what that looks like. But, I, I, I mean, the, the guy— He's not coming back from this. The guy resigned from his job, and, you know, I think we should all move on from this in terms of, like, there's no need to drag this out and continue to drag this man's—you know, drag this guy for, for being sending racist, homophobic, misogynistic emails. <laughs> I mean, the list goes yeah. on. He literally checked every box. All right, so um, what do we think the Raiders will do next in terms of lose? <laughs> yeah, they're well, they're going to lose a lot of games. Um, it, it's this is really fascinating for the future of Derek Carr, by the way, because Carr, you know, moved next to Gruden. They were buddies. Well, he lived in SAB for a couple of weeks too, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. I'm just saying that now. All, like you know, in the, we never know what Gruden was really thinking, but I mean, ostensibly he was one of the bigger supporters of Derek Carr, and now the Raiders have a guy that maybe they could move on from if they wanted to draft somebody. Or you know, the new coach doesn't like Derek Carr, uh, or maybe Derek Carr makes the job more attractive for a new coach to come in potentially. Yeah, he's got one more year left in his deal. I mean, he's and a- there's no dead cap hit though, so if if a new coach doesn't want Derek Carr in 2022, they can just move on from Derek Carr. But the question is, what's Plan B? That's always the question. And there's there are very few options better than Derek Carr, I would think, right? Well, I mean, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, any of those guys that said they wanted to play for the Raiders. Don't you agree though that? Um, that Derek Carr's presence on that roster at least makes the Raiders' job a little more attractive, given that yeah. his contract is easy to get out of and you could draft somebody if you wanted to. And he's good. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. He um, was good for three weeks. Yeah. The trying to see if they put, um, man, the Raiders haven't even put anything on their site yet. Announcing that, that Gruden is fired. Uh, all right, so that's because Gruden also runs the website. Yeah, he's the webmaster. Right. So, uh, what do we think the Raiders will contemplate doing this offseason? Do we have, you know, let's say, I mean, let's pretend Mike Mayock. Let's let's walk through both scenarios. One, Mike Mayock is let go as well. I think you have to clean house of all of Gruden's guys. You can't have a bunch of. Um, oh, by the way, while we were recording, we had a missed extra point that sets the record. Um, 
I think you have to clear. I think you have to clean house, right? And go in a totally different direction. Uh, I, mean, I don't know. Breach just mentioned Gus Bradley just got there. He's doing a good job with the defense. The defense was dog duty before he got there. I, I think these, you know, nothing's set in stone. I think the big issue, John Gruden, we we said this from the beginning of the season. He did a good job with the offensive stuff. He never had any real interest in the defense being good. Got, got Gus Bradley, that worked out. But he was terrible at drafting players and, and signing free agents. So I, I think maybe if you're going to look for a, a general manager with some experience or stay with Mike Mayock, you feel fine with him. That's fine. But well, I'm um, saying if, if can you think of any possible candidates if it's Mike Mayock who stays on as the GM? Like the head coaching candidates, is it you know is it is it the obvious like Eric Bieniemy? Because I don't, and it also the other <laughs> thing. <laughs> this would be this is what it would take for Eric Bieniemy to get a job. Yeah, that's right. Um, the the other thing too is that I think the the phrase resigned is interesting because we don't we don't know what they ultimately decided to do, but I would guess if Gruden was just willing to walk away this quickly, uh, and and resign instead of being fired for cause, that there was probably some financial component to that decision-making process. So uh, Again, my, my, like my, I don't... my thing is, you know, Mark Davis may be giving John Gruden $40 million as he goes away, you know. Why, well, Why would you do that? I, I doubt it. I mean, I'm sure there's some morality clause in there where he's not. Yeah. This is a clear violation of any clause that would be in any contract. Well, not necessarily because it would have been and he's already made he's already made $30 million. I, I'm just saying that he could be like, listen, I'll give you $15 million. Let's get, let's be done with this. Let's sign this and move along. Or... What are you saying? Because he wasn't in the NFL. If he murdered someone in 2015 and it came out today, like right. you can still get in trouble for well, things. We don't know what the morality clause is. is my point. I, I'm just this saying. This violates the morality clause 100. percent More than likely, yeah. More than likely. <laughs> I'll, well, I'll, what is the motivation for Mark Davis to give him 15 million? Why would you not fire him? Would you let him? You let because him. Because you fire him, you have to pay him his contract. Right. Or you think so, it's the other way? No. Yeah. When you, you resign, resign, you don't get anything. You get that's the, money the whole if you thing get with Shotgun and Urban Meyer. Like right. Is I mean, maybe- it all, it all, I mean it, it all, again, it all depends on what they do. But, I mean, yes, I understand what you're saying. If if you fire him and you have to pay him, but if you fire him for the morality clause, you don't have to pay him either. I mean, so we don't we – don't, my point is that we don't know the full scope of that, and the um, the whatever money might have been that John Gruden might get could potentially influence how much they want to spend on the next head coach is my point. Well, they overpaid for John Gruden. Everyone thought that. right. From I mean, then your $10 million deal, what are we doing? Yeah. So at any rate, my, my point being is I think that you will – I don't think they'll go and chase a big name, but I think they'll try and find some stability. If um, they want to learn a very good lesson, I would call the Browns and I would call the Chargers. Hey, who's the firm that you hired to find your head coach? And then go go from there. Mark Davis seems very analytically inclined, so that's probably correct. <laughs> yeah, gets his haircut by breach. <laughs> oh, What's that supposed to mean? That's an insult. <laughs> You At least I bark? have hair that can be cut. Hey, this is, this is why John Green got in trouble, making fun of ball people. Um, A little more than that. But, yes, you know, I do think that Mark Davis will go after an offensive-minded coach. You're in Las Vegas. I would be surprised <laughs> if they made some sort of splashy hire. Uh, you know, like you mentioned, yeah. someone mentioned Biennemi. I think Josh McDaniels. Maybe this is the oh. job that eventually gets him to leave New England. He's a known commodity. Brian, Brian, to Vegas. Brian Dayball for the Brian Bills. Brian Dayball, maybe Joe Brady, but yep. I, I think they'll go offense sells tickets. So the names you mentioned and that's the fancy because he's, he's. Hey, how about Matt Eberfluss who is holding the Ravens to three points as we speak? The, so uh, the names you mentioned, not Stefanski, but also had Staley in there. Rank, rank those guys. Um, uh, Staley? Wait, what do you mean? So Staley, Eberfluss, 
you mentioned Bienemy. Hold on, Josh McDaniels, and who's the last guy you mentioned? Breach. Oh, Brian Dayball. So, like, if if you the next Raiders head coach, you can pick from that pool. Who's your number one pick? Mm, I like the idea of Brian Dayball. Breach. Uh, probably the same. What are the options again? Staley, Eberflus. Um, what's his name in Kansas City? McDaniel's. Um, really? this, I don't know if this is appropriate to ask, but oh, you... let me let me give my answer first. Just hold okay. on a second. Brandon Staley all day long. Like, why wouldn't you go with Brandon Staley? Oh, hire... Staley's an option. I thought you were asking how to come. No, I, said, I just gave you the list. Twice. How would you hire Brandon Staley from the Chargers? That's not a hypothetical question. I mean, yeah, of course they would take Brandon Staley right now. Well, I asked it twice, and neither one of you took him. So well, I don't, I don't think we understood your question because it wasn't okay. a good question. Yeah, I just thought you were high or something. Um, <laughs> is it? Is it? You know, what we always see like if a, if they fire, you know, teams fire a defensive coordinator. You know, they sometimes they'll go offense. You always see them like go in the opposite direction. Do you think it's possible that um, that Mark Davis will? Uh, be more aggressive and and uh, push for hiring a min- minority. In, in the wake of John Gruden making everyone look like racist jerks, he had an opportunity to fire John Gruden or part ways with John Gruden on Friday, and he didn't. So I don't. I, I would imagine he will uh, do whatever is the bare minimum to to save face and go from there. If that the bare minimum is him hiring a minority minority coach, then perhaps. But like when no one was looking, he didn't do the right thing. So. And again, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter, but he had that opportunity and he chose to wait until it came out. Okay, and well, in one sense, it made John Gruden look worse because maybe if he gets rid of him on Friday, the story doesn't like the NFL doesn't or whoever leaks these emails doesn't keep leaking the emails and he, he, he can move on with his life. But, you know, and it's a Friday news dump that everyone forgets about by Monday. I don't ever forget that John Gruden got fired. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it also, I mean, that may be part of why he's like, all right, it's time to resign because there, there are more emails and they are coming out if if I don't get out of here. And it's only the only the pressure is only going to get turned up. Um, okay, anything, anything else? Any other fallout that you guys can think of as it relates to Gruden Gate? Uh, the Raiders aren't going to win the division. Yeah, they're not going to win collapse. five more games. The collapse is imminent. So, are okay? Are they going to finish below or above the Broncos? Below. below. Jeez, I guess I didn't even hesitate. Yikes. They play, they're, they're, they play the, they're at the Broncos, then Eagles at home, uh, by at Giants, Chiefs at home, Bengals at home, at Cowboys. I mean, they're probably winning two of those games. They're, they're, I mean, look, maybe, maybe this, maybe the new, maybe the new coaching staff will inspire them. I feel like this is everything crater situation. By the way, uh, Don Van Nada, who's like the investigative reporter, I don't know if he works for ESPN full time, but he's done some stuff for them with ESPN. He just tweeted, tweeted this out. And this, this is actually curious. And he tweets the only documents from the NFL's inquiry of a toxic workplace inside the Washington football team, and that's how these emails came out with Gruden, are the offensive John Gruden emails leaked days after being found. No report, no findings, no emails released or leaked by the NFL about its inquiry of Dan Snyder and WFT. Yeah. That's what I was saying right before you came on, oh, Ryan. Okay. Just to be clear, there were 650,000 emails in this investigation, oh. and the only ones that leaked were the five that John – or seven, whatever it is, it's such a small percentage and impossible that this wasn't like someone trying to take Gruden down, which, again, for what he wrote, he deserves it, but also someone in the league office had an agenda here and said, we're taking Gruden down, whether it's because he uh, had disparaging things to say about Roger Goodell or because, you know, they're saying we don't want a guy like this coaching because they saw all these remarks, but someone made the conscious decision to release these emails and – 
Well, I mean, don't forget that. Don't forget that Dan Snyder is not the acting owner of the Washington football team right now. His wife is. I mean, he he stepped away pretty quickly once they turned up the heat on that investigation and started digging in. So, well, as Ben had a noted, they haven't come up with anything. That's what I'm saying. You would guess that he was like, look, I'm going to step away as owner. Don't release these emails, please. Yeah, they, they all fast-track Gruden's emails. They found those things and put them on the on the FedEx truck right They're quick. Gruden declined to, to step away. They're like, oh, well, here's some more. Might, <laughs> might just change your mind. Here's well, yeah, and then because uh, part of that ESPN story you talked about with Mortensen was that Gruden also wrote disparaging things about some owners that did, haven't been leaked yet. Oh, and I'm sure some of these owners who got ripped by Gruden have seen these, and they probably – all right, get Raj. We're at DEFCON 5. Get rid of him. Do what yeah, you got to do. That's a good point, Breach, too, is if a bunch of owners were mentioned and called names in these emails, and along with you know Goodell, it's not a hard sell for these guys to go to Roger and say, look, man, get this guy. Figure out how to get this guy out of here. This is ridiculous. Um, so, John Gruden has resigned as Raiders coach. Monday, October 11, 2021. What a crazy plot twist. That is John Breach, Ryan Wilson, breaking it all down. Uh, We'll be back, of course, for the Monday Night Football recap show later on tonight. And uh, much more fallout on the Gruden stuff in the coming days. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. See you guys. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus.